Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello and welcome everyone to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Josh Thomas and I'm here with Scott Picken, the CEO of WealthMigrate.com. WealthMigrate helps people invest in commercial property in the England, the U.S., and Australia for as little as $100. Hello, Scott. How are you? Gosh, awesome uh, to be online tonight, and welcome to all your you know, listeners around the world. Yeah, so excited to learn a little bit more about this. Uh, we talked to a lot of companies that are on the blockchain and they're trying to change the world and all this stuff but you know they have a great idea but they uh they haven't really put anything together and you actually have a functioning platform uh that serves a very specific purpose tell us a little bit about what wealth migrate does uh and then we'll get into the technology later perfect job so look in simple terms what we do is help people invest in commercial property as you've already said in england australia and america where that all came about was I started a company in 2004 helping people invest, actually funny enough, in residential property. And we noticed a massive gap in the market where people didn't have the deposit to buy a house. Uh, then if they, particularly if they wanted to invest internationally, if they had the deposit, they maybe didn't want to invest in residential anymore. They wanted to invest in commercial and they didn't have the money. And then you found there was a third type of category that had the money but had no idea where to invest around the world or how to do it. And so along with the, that and the global financial crisis, we basically saw a huge gap in the market because most investors don't have the ability to invest like institutional investors. And so we decided to build a platform to allow people to have the power of the institutions by coming together and ultimately investing in institutional grade assets in first world countries. And you know, one of the things we're really proud of is by bringing the barriers to entry you know, massively down. You know, we started $100,000, then went to $10,000, you know, then went to $1,000, and we're currently beta testing $100. So with $100, uh, if, you know, you and I were to shake hands and I send you $100, you can take that and invest it into some piece of commercial property in one of these major markets. Yeah, and I think to be very clear, we're not a fund and we're not a REIT. So you're investing in direct property. So let's just, you know, take, for example, it might be a medical building in Atlanta or Texas. And you, Josh, you wouldn't give me your money. I'm not a financial advisor. Um, I, I believe that we all have the ability to make good, sound decisions for ourselves. And our platform provides people with really the ability to go online, to get access to the best opportunities and, and the best partners, and then to be able to invest with them 
uh, through the platform. So you would go online with your $100. You would choose the building and the partner that you like. You would invest in that building. It's, it's, it's effectively a closed investment. So once the building is you know, bought, it's bought. You know, it's not a fund or you know, ongoing blended you know, investment. And then you would own it, and you would own the income that the building generates, and you would earn the capital growth that the building generates. Proportional to my investment, obviously. Obviously, obviously proportional to your investment. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's one thing okay. that's really important. Whether you whether you put a hundred dollars in or a million dollars, you earn the same relative returns. You know, it's not. So the old traditional financial system, if you had a million dollars, you would charge very different fees from someone investing a hundred dollars. Right. Okay. And so you you made some important distinctions. You're not a you're not a financial advisor. You're not a fund. Um, you're you're more of just a uh, an online platform to facilitate these transactions between other people. Yeah. So the most important thing that we do is that as a platform, we're effectively a marketplace. We, we, we find the best partners. So we find partners that have a 10-year track record that are specialized in one sector. So if they're in medical real estate, they're in medical real estate. They're not doing that at shopping centers and student accommodation and a whole bunch of other things. We, we, we find niche partners that are focused. And the third thing and the most important thing is that they have to put the, their own money in the same deal so that our investors are aligned with the partners. And those partners uh, bring their projects to the platform. And that allows investors from all over the world to be able to invest with those partners directly in those real estate opportunities. Can you give us a couple of examples uh, and, you know, to the extent that you're able, but uh, can you give us a couple of generic examples of uh, in investments that you've facilitated in certain countries, shopping centers, uh, commerce parks, business uh, business offices. Uh, give, give me an example of, of uh, a, a recent deal that maybe somebody has heard of or that maybe I could see in my own backyard. So look, one of the things that, uh, that we're very strong in is medical commercial. So my co-founder, Henny Besaidnot, who is uh, 60, nearly 62 years old, has listed two companies, one in Australia, one in Africa, and has been in medical since 1992. And you know, in the first world, there's a huge demand for medical commercial. So it's, it's a sector that we really like, and it's a sector we're very strong in. So we've done medical in all three geographies we've mentioned. As an example, if you take in the U.S., we, we really like states where there's population growth. So two of the states that we've done a lot of uh, investments in is, is Atlanta, Georgia, and the other one is Texas, uh, a mixture between Houston and, um, and also Austin. And uh, to give you an example, Let's look at a recent deal. It was about a $16 million deal. It was about $6 million in equity required. Uh, the partner on the ground will arrange the, the mortgage from the bank, and we will, we will you know, we'll buy that asset. And you know, generally, we'll hold it for about a five-year period. It tends to vary per project from three to five years, and the investors will be paid out on a quarterly basis. And we, you know, we've now got, I think I mentioned already, we've got investors from 46 countries. So a lot of the investment comes from around the world, you know, through the platform so people can, you know, participate in the deal. So another example in, in the United States is, is multifamily. We really like multifamily because it's very economically resilient. You might, you might notice that our strategy is all about safety. So we don't, as an example, in, in America, we're not buying retail shopping malls because you might be able to pick up good deals, but we don't believe long-term that they hold very good value. 
they keep shutting down left and right because uh, of Amazon and everybody moving online. Nobody wants to go to the store anymore. So We've let me done, let me ask you this real quick about the the multifamily. I have some knowledge and expertise in that. I actually have a uh, a good friend of mine who's a multifamily apartment investor. And and so for those of you who aren't familiar, it's just another term for apartment complexes. Okay, and uh, so uh, multifamily has traditionally been a very safe investment because people always need a place to sleep. And as house prices go up, it gets harder and harder to afford that down payment. And so, uh, you know, I, I can't say the exact uh, trend, uh, but there there have been very few crashes in the multifamily market. And so it's uh, it's a very typically a very secure investment, historically speaking, anyway. And so this is something that well, I mean, uh, your your platform supports as well. Yeah, very much so. So I mean, I'd take that a step further. And again, you know, thinking of safety in mind, you know, when you look at multifamily, it was actually the most economically resilient asset class within the real estate asset uh, base over the 2008-2009 period, when I think everyone in America knows and everyone around the world knows, you know, what was happening in, in the real estate market in America. Um, the other one, you know, the, the, the two best performing asset classes were that and medical, <laughs> just by the way. Um, and, and the reason being is people always need doctors. And doctors never leave, you know. So if you've got doctors, they, you know, it, it doesn't affect your asset basically in terms of your income. Um, you know, just to give you very quickly though, because you'll probably start to notice a trend here. But in Australia, another very good example is we've we, we've just done a cold storage um, facility, so light industrial cold storage. And you know, again, no matter how good Amazon and everyone else gets with delivering with drones, people are still going to need, you know, cold cold. It's quite close to where they live. And, you know, so light industrial cold storage and, and ultimately facilities, you know, like that are, are very resilient. In, in the UK, one that we love is um, they actually take old pubs, they renovate them, and they stick um, uh, like a, uh, so they call them Tesco's and Sainsbury's in England. Uh, but basically, it's a convenience store. And in England, most people, you know, particularly in London, catch tubes. And then when they come home, they don't really want to cook or anything. So they just stop by the convenience store and they buy food and they walk home and they, they you know, ready-made meals and stuff. The average Englishman goes to a convenience store eight times a week. So, you know, you're signing up, you know, very, you know, well, basically listed companies with 20-year leases. So, again, very kind of economically resilient. Um, and then, you know, another thing you mentioned, which is a worldwide trend, whether it's in America, England or Australia, is affordability in the residential space is a major, major issue. That's the same thing in London. So what they take there is you take an office uh, building, and again, a lot of people are leaving office because they're wanting to work from home. They don't want to be stuck in traffic, et cetera. So office buildings are starting to really decrease in value. And there's a law that was passed in England about 18 months ago where you can buy an office building. You're allowed to immediately convert it into residential, and you, within 12 months, can turn that into a fully-fledged uh, you know, accommodation. And effectively, it's multifamily in England. So you and Josh, you understand multifamily in America. We're just doing multifamily in England. The only difference there is that we have to buy the office building and convert it, and then within 12 months, it's fully tenanted. So I'm just giving different different scenarios in different markets. You know, we don't do the same thing in every market. It, it's it has to be market specific. And so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the technology. You founded this company in 2010, and uh, you launched. A, uh, a platform uh, shortly after that, and one of the things that you've done recently within the last year or so is uh, you have uh, put the platform on the blockchain, and you're 
now launching a coin, the Wealth eCoin. Tell me a little bit about the, the shift in technology here in the last 18 months. The important thing here is that we, we launched a company in 2010 and took us nearly four years to ultimately launch the first version of the platform. And the reason being is that the technology is one thing, but dealing with global compliance, global regulation, call it the SEC, you know, the FCA, the, you know, the ASICs of the world, et cetera, and every single country has their own SEC, was very difficult. It's very difficult in one country you should try doing it cross-border. And that's why it took us so long to actually get started in October uh, 2013. It's when the first version went live. However, what we realized over the first three years was our biggest barrier to entry for people was one word and one word only. It was trust. And so for me, you know, whether you live in England, Australia or America, but, but the thing about it, all three of those countries have regulatory environments where, you know, the law actually works to some extent. Whether you live in China or Africa or Southeast Asia or South America, it does not work. And so a lot of people don't trust each other. How do you send money and how do I now invest in America and actually know that my money is even going to arrive and that I actually own the assets? Well, when I came across blockchain, I literally knew that that was our solution because blockchain forms the foundation for trust. It is the, it is the foundation of trust for the social commerce economy. And I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but if you take e-commerce and social media, marry the two together and you think about social commerce, the foundation of that is blockchain. And so we immediately went towards that for that first reason, to solve trust. And the second thing was, for us, our dream is to, you know, certainly, if not solve the wealth gap, to go a huge way to solving the wealth gap. And to do that, we need to empower the 99% to be able to invest like the top 1%. And to do that, we need to get the investment down to $1. We're literally $1, you know, one, a person anywhere in the world at any time with $1 can invest in a property and make it as simple as a swipe of a finger. That's the vision. That's the dream. To achieve that, we had to go to blockchain because we had to get rid of all the friction costs. You know, even the you know things like PayPal and, and Swift and EFTs and bank accounts and lawyers and everything. The fees are just horrendous. They're horrendous if you move a million dollars. They're even worse if you take a percentage proportion if you move ten dollars or a hundred dollars or even one dollar. So for us, we had to go there to allow you know the technology to be able to reduce those friction costs and allow the vision to become a reality. And thus, in October 2013, uh, 16, we were the very first global real estate marketplace in the world to launch on blockchain. And for about 18 months, we tested and, and figured out exactly what was working, what wasn't working. We've been through multiple iterations and versions. And what I'm proud to say now is we've had $67 million, you know, go through the platform all on the blockchain, every single thing on the blockchain, over 1,500 transactions, investors in 46 different countries. And what we, what we sat back and we said to ourselves, you know, in terms of when, when I actually came across the term ICO for the first time, I actually, if you look at our business plan three years ago, when we decided to embark on blockchain, I said, one day we're going to build a cryptocurrency that's based on real estate. Because the one thing about Bitcoin is that everyone in the world has heard of Bitcoin, and that's not everyone. But everyone who's heard of Bitcoin doesn't really understand the value. Like there, there's mass arguments all the time, particularly in a, you know, between a group of friends or people in a pub. It's what is the value of, of Bitcoin and whether it has intrinsic value or not. One thing I can say, every single human being on this planet understands the value of real estate. Whether or not they've got real estate or not, they understand the value of it. It's the reason we have sayings like, he who owns the land is king, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, every, every, every man's house is his castle and, and, you know, I could go on and on. So what we decided three years ago was we need to build a cryptocurrency which was based on an asset class that everyone understands, real estate. If you'd asked me in January 2017, I would have said to you, we probably 
five years away from that. And, and you can, all of us get caught out sometimes with the speed these things happen. Because I just didn't think there'd be mass adoption. I just didn't think that people would even understand what cryptocurrencies were. Yes, there were the people talking about Bitcoin, but it certainly wasn't kind of common, you know, common talk, you know, 12 months ago. And I've been fascinated in 2017 how fast it's actually happened. And really to the point where this year we were like, well, you know, we, we need to fast track our own uh, progress here. We're building the marketplace. It's being built on blockchain. We've got over $390 million, you know, of, of real estate that we've actually already transacted and, and, and been part of and facilitated. And so we are literally in the process of launching our wealthy coin. And uh, we, we're effectively launching it in about a month's time, early, early February. And what it is, is there's, there's two or three things that I think really differentiate it from a lot of the other real estate players out there. The first one is that we as a team have already, we've got a very established team. We've already got teams on the ground in seven different countries on five different continents, fully functional, fully operational. These are not friends that I met at university that I can write up in my white paper and hopefully one day might or might not work for us. These are people on the payroll. We've already had you know, nearly $12 million in funding from the company already. Uh, that's how it's been established and grown to where it is today. And I think the last thing that's probably the most important is that you mentioned it earlier, is that there's some wonderful ideas out there in, in, in the white paper space. And you know, I really believe that blockchain is going to solve some of the greatest challenges on the planet. But writing a white paper and actually executing on a business are two very different things. And you know, for us, we've already got that business and that team in place. And I think one of the things that, that really differentiates us in terms of where the world's going is the last point you know, that, that's really important for people to understand is that the simple economics of supply and demand are, are critical. And you know, it's, it's all good and well to have you know, adoption with kind of early adopters, but to really do something at scale, you know, to create a Google or Facebook, uh, and even with sort of Bitcoin's going now, you need to have mass adoption. But to have truly mass adoption, it's got to be easy and it's got to be understandable. And that's why we believe there's time for a cryptocurrency that's based on real estate, which is what everyone understands. So, uh, and I want to come back to a comment that you made uh, when we were talking beforehand. Uh, a, a lot of ICOs, a lot of blockchain companies uh, have, you know, the the white paper and a dream. Uh, and you have a functioning product that you're just applying this to. And, and that really does set you apart in an industry full of, uh, you know, scams and shams and ripoffs and, uh, you know, all, all kinds of shady characters and people who hide behind uh, pseudonyms and codes and think, things like that. You know, here you are, you're Scott Picken, you're the CEO of WealthMigrate.com. It's the functioning business and you're adding blockchain technology and you're adding a coin. Uh, talk to us a little bit about, um, you know, what is the function of the coin uh, versus uh, what, the way that you're operating now? What, what will make it different? Yeah, so, so it's really important for, for us is that we needed to unlock the entire ecosystem. And there's major parts to the ecosystem. So there's obviously the first part is the investment process and people being able to work through the investment process and, and understanding how it works. Second one is actually on the procurement side, so on the supply side. You know, I believe that we're going to see a future of crowd diligence. You know, people in the old days, you would sit with a committee in a, in a room with a bunch of people with gray hair and experience. And I believe with a, with a mixture of artificial intelligence and big data and crowd diligence, I believe we're going to make, be able to make far better decisions as to whether something's a good investment or not, uh, based on, you know, the realities of where, in comparison with where we are today 
Uh, a third component is, is education. Um, I believe the whole education system is broken, uh, particularly when it comes to the financial space. And so actually educating people what wealthy people do to enable them to be able to learn the lessons, to empower them, to be able to give them the confidence to make better decisions for themselves and their family. The fourth one is engagement within the community and, and ultimately just the whole community engagement at, at, at large. And the fifth one is all about our purpose. And I've said it once, but you know, our purpose is to try and solve the wealth gap and to empower a billion people by 2020. Now, to come back to your question, 20% of our token is going to be based on a utility token, which is going to be all five of those areas of the business is going to be functioning where people will be able to participate. They will actually you know, earn rewards within the system, within the ecosystem, that they will then be able to you know, transact on the system, be able to get access to the education, the information, and even to investment opportunities by participating and engaging on the platform. With time, and not now, but with time, we will be launching um, a second version where people will then be able to also get access to direct real estate investments and all the benefits of that. Now, clearly in time, when, when we launch that, that'll be something separate. That'll be a, a, a pure security. Uh, but it'll also enable people to be able to invest directly in you know, the real estate and have it backed by real estate. For now, we're focusing on phase one, which is only about the utility and ultimately people being able to participate on the ecosystem and unlocking the entire ecosystem. Okay, very good. And so, Scott, uh, when when does this uh, coin launch? So, look, it's due to I've actually got a meeting in half an hour with the whole team uh, just to understand the progress over the festive season because, as you know, uh, people are working all over the world, but they, they uh, sometimes there are delays at this time of the year. Um, the intention was to have it ready uh, by the back end of uh, January with the full uh, console launch happening in early February. And there's the date. We did do a preliminary launch on the 15th of December. Uh, the reason for that, and most people don't know this, or maybe they do, but the Bill of Rights was actually signed into the American Constitution in 1792. On the back of that, 123 countries around the world now have democracy uh, within you know, political democracy and freedom. And we believe it's time to democratize wealth. And so we preliminarily launched on the 15th of December, which is how I met you, Josh. And um, we're now working on putting, you know, the final touches together to go to the public launch in early February. Very good. Exciting times. And so, so Scott, are there any resources that you can direct our audience to if they want to learn more about your program? So if you want to learn about the coin, Wealthy, then just go to wealthy.io. That's wealth and e.io. I always joke with everyone, but it's time to make everyone on the planet wealthy. Um, but we, we're using an E rather than a W because it's, we're going to do it through electronic means. <laughs> so it's wealthy.io. And if they want to know about the platform, which is the fully functioning platform, and again, we're not taking ICO money to go and build the platform. It's already built. Um, they can go to wealthmigrate.com and uh, you know, fully get an understanding of, of who we are and what we do. And the third one, which is something I'm very passionate about, I believe that the businesses that are truly going to change the world are the ones that are driven by purpose and community. And they can go to wealthmovement.com. And our wealth movement is our purpose and our passion um, in terms of how we can empower the 99% to be able to invest like the top 1%. And we believe if we can do that, we can truly go a long way to solving the greatest challenge on the planet, which is uh, income inequality or the wealth gap, depending on what people know that. Very good. Well, this has been enlightening, Scott. And so uh, let me just kind of summarize here 
WealthMigrate.com is an effort to democratize wealth uh, through investment in commercial property in England, U.S., and Australia. For uh, You can get involved for as little as $100, uh, and they are launching the Wealthy Coin, that's wealth with an E, the Wealthy Coin, sometime within the next uh, 30 days or so. Uh, no, no hard launch date just yet, but sometime uh, this quarter. They want to learn more. Uh, there are sort of early participation, um, you know, things that, that are being offered to the to the existing community. Um, if they go to wealthy.io, then they can be kept up to date. I mean, we're launching a preliminary offer to our current community. You see, we've got a large community around the world already, and we're launching it at a at a discounted uh, price of ten cents um, a wealthy coin now. So, you know, in terms of people can actually go and and, and find out about that, um, and and or they can wait uh, for the public launch, you know, in early February, like you like you mentioned. Okay, very good. It's Yeah, it's wealthe.io. Scott, thanks very much for coming on here. I, I love the platform. I love that you're tackling real estate, and you're doing it from a position of already having a functioning platform instead of just kind of an idea of something that might work in the future. That, that really sets you apart. Uh, any final thoughts for our audience before we go? Well, two things, Josh. Well, firstly, from, from my side to yourself, thank you for everything you're doing. You know, I think most of us in the education space are not being taught about future technology and where it's going and how it's going to change the world. So thank you for sharing and enlightening people. And for all of those of you who are out there, you know, I leave you with one thought. You know, our, we all have the ability in our lifetime to solve some of the greatest challenges on the planet. Imagine having the ability to not only create wealth for yourself, but also have a purposeful impact on the planet. And I think that's what you have the opportunity to do with the Wealthy Coin. Very good. Scott Picken, CEO of WealthMigrate.com. Thanks very much for joining us. We'll see you next time here on the Future Tech Podcast. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.